Oh, oh shoot. Love you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, okay, Ed. 706. Your boy's back. Welcome to Munye. A new week. A new week, new you. Same you. Different week. Just different day. The number changed. But you still you, baby. And we here with you. Good morning, LK at 844-STUDIO-4 if you want to be part of the conversation. A, uh, well, mm, uh, do I? All right. Uh, there seems to be a little creature who has decided to indulge in the deliciousness of black powder. Deliciousness of black powder upon which I will uh, also now indulge. that black powder coffee located off highway 150 that's exit 36 on 77 for you newbies around here exit 36 if you're heading north on 77 you would make a left if that means reciprocally if you are heading south exit 36 highway 150 you would make a right you proceed to make a left at the chick-fil-a you go down into the business park you find black powder coffee right there you go inside, you say, Melissa! I was told by the WSIC fam, the Good Morning Crew, that I would get 10% off my order, upon which she would give that to you. Because that is the case. 21 flavors of beans, at least. Didn't even spend all the time counting. Got to 21, I walked out. Said that's enough. They roast them right there in the back. Absolutely delicious. You know I don't cut it. I don't put creamer. I don't put sugar. Nope. Or just like that, that pure earth. Now, they do add some flavors to it. But they do that at the bean level, and that's what I like, because I don't like adding anything to it. This week's flavor? Caramel. I lost my grinding privileges uh, over the weekend. I particularly, I think it was Saturday morning? Either, I think it was Saturday morning when we ran out of bean, or grinds, ran out of grinds. I slept in excess, and so uh, Demi, my better half, she took care of the grinding of the beans. And thus we landed with caramel, which I have no issue with. I take no issue with caramel. Last week was Guatemala, a little bit more earthy tones. This week we're back to the sweet side. How was your weekend? 844 Studio 4. Pretty adventurous. Also times of calmness. Good little variety going on this weekend. If you didn't catch it, Thursday night... WSIC moderated the candidate forums at the town of Cornelius. We played that back Friday morning. So for those uh, who are avid listeners, we appreciate you. Hope you enjoyed it. Wanted to give you the inside. Wanted to have real practical conversation with your leaders. And we're doing it again this week. So this week is Huntersville's candidate forums. They will take place at Huntersville Town Hall tomorrow night and Thursday night, 7 to 9 p.m., Justin, why are there two nights? I don't understand why there are two nights. Well, Huntersville's going through some things. And there's quite a few people who have thrown their hat into the ring. If I recall correctly, the number started at 17. They are now down to 15, though there will still be 17 names on the ballot. But only 15 people are uh, actively pursuing a 
chair, at town commissioner. That's not to say of the mayoral race. The mayoral race, I believe there's three. And because of that, we didn't want to put 15, or we, like as if I, I'm, I'm, I wasn't involved in the plan. This is all Bill Russell. Bill Russell's geniusness, and it makes sense. Bill Russell, president of Lake Norman Chamber, because it's the Lake Norman Chamber event. We are just moderating. We're broadcasting. We're part of it. We're grateful to be part of it. Bill said, wait a second. You can't put 17 people on the stage. You don't even want to put like eight and eight on the stage or eight and nine. You'd never get anything done. You, you, you'd get 30 seconds out of everybody. Let's do two days. I said, okay, no problem. So two days it is. So Tuesday and Thursday, that's tomorrow and Thursday night. We will run those as uh, similar like we did with Cornelius' last week. So Wednesday morning, you'll hear Tuesday's broadcast. And Friday morning, you'll hear Thursday's broadcast of the candidate forums in Huntersville. Statesville had their municipal elections uh, last week or week before. Was it last week or week before? I think it was last week. They're all mixing together now by this point. Mooresville had a primary. So we're entering the election season. I caught for probably the second time now on the radio in a different area. Candidate uh, commercials. Political ads. Definitely starting to see the packs. So during the previous GOP presidential debate, loads of packs on TV. Loads of packs on TV. But starting to, to trickle in. And we're, we'll see that more, I'm sure. I don't doubt it. We're already getting correspondence from some of the big players. And uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's one of those times... You really gotta you gotta keep your mind right, touch grass more than you do the rest of the time. Because when the political ads start coming, you gotta get outside and touch grass and, and just come back to reality a little bit. Uh, Want to welcome in Bill to the conversation, Bill. I I failed to um, do what I should have done this morning because I was late. So I do apologize. All good. Uh, can I get a reset on that, too, by the way? Sorry, real quick. It's sure. throwing me off a little bit. Uh, how was your weekend? It was good. Yeah? It was nice. Solo, though. Yes. <sighs> yes, not too bad. I, I did spend it with friends and family. Though. Okay, good. Yes. So, it, um, is, the, is, is your place still intact, or is it kind of just yeah, all out warfare you know, right it, now? It's actually pretty. It's in good shape. I've done nothing to uh, further... Disrupt? Disrupt. Right. So when I do have to... You know, last minute cleanup. You know, it's still within, you know, doable. Okay. Doable. So you're surviving. Today's a new day. <laughs> new adventure. Right. New obstacles. Do we call them obstacles or are we going to say opportunities? Opportunities. New opportunities. opportunities. Okay. Right. Are you keeping up with your own laundry during this yeah, time? Yeah, and I do a pretty good job of that. For me, my biggest weakness is the whole um, from... Uh, you know, snacking. Oh, you know, just yeah, kinda just continuous. Let it be. I'm gonna grab another snack without cleaning up after myself. The previous snack, because you may come back to the previous snack. There's a little it's, bit of morsel right. left. Correct. I might come back. There could be an opportunity with that extra scoop of hummus that remained on the last dish. Well, maybe my next dish contains the item upon which I will dip into that hummus. That's what I'm talking about. To which you would eat. To which. That's it. And the phones ring that, that early hey, on a Monday morning. Funny, they, they ring when Bill gets on the mic. It's funny how that works. 844-STUDIO-4 if you want to be part of the conversation. Today, we're, we're rolling with you. 
Well, we roll with you every day. We're, we're excited to be here. Want to hear what's going on in your weekend? 844 Studio. For what you got going on this week? Anything crazy? Anything wild? You just never know. We've got a few guests coming up later on in the week on the show, even though it is uh, technically an abbreviated week for us, but the show must go on. Saw something interesting from the uh, Israel Hamas scenario going on. It was an interesting, it was interesting little little factoid I saw, and it might be a fact. It's the internet, so you gotta take it for what it's worth. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it at eight thirty today. We're definitely having Joe Berg, WSIC sports director. You know he made a big bet on the Panthers this weekend. I don't know how that turned out for him. Doesn't seem like it went too well. We'll talk about eight four four Studio Four. Good morning, fam. Good morning, OKN. Do you do you start like you with your day with like doing a bunch of like stuff at the house like on your or really start your week right? Like cause you can start your day that way, or do you wait till like you get where you gotta go? Either way, you want to do it. Eight four four Studio Four phone lines are open. I think we'll have some callers here soon. We should have Jeff from iCats calling in soon, uh, checking on the streets. You gotta you gotta get a look. You gotta know what's going on. There was an early, early morning incident, I believe, on the uh, on I-85 uh, this morning. I'm not sure if that has been cleared yet. But typically what happens is that then causes other issues. And so at some point, we will get it figured out. And we will have to look to the streets. And we've got Jeff from iCats on the phone right now. Jim. Jim's on the phone. No, you don't. No, I don't you have, have Jeff. Jim from iCat on. Oh, Jim from Ike. That's right. Is Jeff on vacay this week? Yeah, he needed a break. Oh, what a slacker. What's going on, Jim? How you doing? Oh, I'm fine. We're just uh, sitting here right now at uh, 45. And uh, going down to uh, Charlotte, the first trip, was uh, pretty light traffic for a Monday. Normally, it's a little bit heavier than that. Uh, down there in town... Uh, about Fifth Street, a uh, little bit below that, it starts to slow down quite a bit there. That's normal, though. Nothing you can do about it. Down on Trade Street and around the Cat Station, uh, pretty barren. Coming out, I was looking for a little construction there at the Gilead for that construction site they're going to start today. Oh, yeah. But there was no ev- no evidence of any construction or anything. So we'll see what happens on the way back today. Okay, Jim. But other than that, uh, right now is the time to start checking your tire pressures because the temperature is going down, which means that the uh, pressure in your tires is going down, probably about 5, 6, 7 per, uh, pounds per square inch. And that builds up heat in the tires. Tires don't like heat. So go ahead and... Look at the placard on your door in the driver's side and see what the tire pressure is supposed to be and take care of that. Jim, aren't I supposed That's to just wait for the little trip. light to come on? Isn't that what I'm supposed to do, just wait for the little light to tell me what to do? That's too late. Ah. You, you see the light come on, uh, you need to stop and check it. I'll keep that in mind. I probably should stop then. That's probably what that, that means. So that's what that means is to stop. Okay, I got that. Okay, all yeah. right. But the correct tire pressure is on the on the inside of your door panel, on the driver's side. You know about oil too, Jim. You got you got me on the tire pressure game. You got yeah. you know oil too. 
yeah, what you need. Is synthetic like really like the cream of the crop? Like, should we all just be rocking synthetic oil or no? Does that vary vehicle to vehicle? That's all I use is uh, Mobile One Synthetic. Uh, as far as I know, back in the 90s, Castrol petitioned the Petroleum Institute to change the definition of fully synthetic oil so that they could put some of the blended petro- uh, petroleum oil in it. However, Mobile One did not do that. Mobile One oil was made completely in the laboratory. The, wow. It's much better. Change your oil. Interesting. All right, Jim. Well, we appreciate you. Well, are we talking to you all week, Jim? Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. We appreciate you, sir. Drive safe on the streets. We'll talk to you at 815. All right. We'll catch you then. How are you, sir? All right, Justin. Take care now. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, Jim. Jim from iCats there. I like Jim. I, Jim was Jim was uh, Jim was giving me some new knowledge that I just didn't have today. Says if the light goes on on the tire pressure, stop immediately, pull over exactly where you are at, bust out your mobile air filler, and fill up those tires because it's probably too late. And then he and then he's dropping knowledge on the synthetic oil game. Didn't realize it's kind of like Jason Drum blowing the lid off the whole seed situation, how you can have the nonsensical percentage in the bag. Correct. Same thing here with the oil. Didn't realize that that was a real thing. My eyes oh, are open. everybody's heard about the bird. It's time for the word of the day. What's the word? All right. Today's word of the day on this beautiful Monday, mm. fall Monday. Mm. It's already October. A little brisk outside. 16th. Do you, do you like the briskness suit? No. Too? Okay. I'm a big warm guy. I like it very warm. Got it. Today's word is hirsute. 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 Like her suit? Hirsute. Her was wearing a suit. Hirsute. And I'll confirm, make sure I'm saying this word right. This is the first time I'm ever saying Maybe the word it's out her, loud. Hirsute. 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 Hersut. S-O-O-T. Soot. But that's not how you spell it. You spell it like suit. Hold on. Okay. Hersut. 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 Okay, hersut. Hersut. For those following along at home, it's an adjective. H-I-R-S-U-T-E. Hersut. Hersut. May, may I have it in a sentence, please, sir? Yes. Turner wore a hersut mask as part of his werewolf costume for the school play. A full mask, a uh, pull-over-the-head mask, hmm. a... What was he dressing up as? A wolf. Hmm. An animal. Yes. A fur. Hmm. We're getting close. We're getting close. A, a skin How covering. How about this? You're looking very hirsute, Richard. Are you growing a beard? Mm. Handsome. Dapper. Mm. Um, um, animalistic. Well, this will actually be the first time I'm reading the definition as well, so let's find out together. Hirsute <laughs> is a formal word that means hairy. Harry. Wow. Okay. I think okay. I got that. I think Hirsute. I said that. Yeah, you did. There. You okay. Did. All right. All right. It is all... Harry, aka furry. Yeah. It is also <laughs> often used in a humorous context to describe someone with a lot of hair on their face or body. Botanists use hirsute to describe a plant, to describe plant parts such as leaves that are covered in coarse, stiff hairs. Hirsute. What do you know? My back's hirsute continues to flourish. Oh, my goodness. That's an image. That's quite the image. Ah. E. Hirsute. It's definitely one of those that if so, you could throw some people off in a conversation if they don't know the definition, if you just say it fast enough. Sure. Hirsute. Yeah. 
And then, like, in Wait reference to hairiness, like, you're kind of like, you're spreading rumors then out the water, right. color, is what you're really doing right there. You got a nice hair suit, Heather. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know if that's even the right way to use it. No, no, I, you'd have to add in, like, this particular right. body part. Right. Your face is very hair suity today. Her right. suity today. I noticed your back neck hair suit is missing. <laughs> Thank you for getting that cleaned up. You chose to take the her suit approach, did you? Right. Nice. Cool. It's You definitely feel like you have to re reference ladies, but you definitely shouldn't reference ladies in this no. at all? No. Yes. Ladies no. are particular about this. Correct. For the most part. Mm -hmm. As far as I know. Sensitive. Yeah. Well, it's not, and it's... It's, it's it, fine. Is it society? Like, do you care if Nat shaves her legs or not? Absolutely. I'm you, just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I... I kind of kidding? Not kidding? I don't know. I don't know. I want her to be comfortable, so... But if you if you guys are snuggling up on the couch, and I'm like, sure I could get over. And you know you you got your hand, and you're 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 just you're just you're just you're just being a couple. Justin, she's so great. And and, and you get that you get that just above the ankle, right? Just above the ankle. I'm talking way down, just below above the ankle. And you got like a half inch hair going on, like that you're feeling like like wait a minute, like you're you're feeling it like your leg, like oh, go to okay. your leg right now, right. go to your leg. You start feeling like I that. got nice legs. Okay, uh, but you know when you shave, it grows back thicker, so you kind of set yourself in motion right. to have to shave forever, forever, or not. Full woolly mammoth going on down there at the ankle. How you how you feeling about that one? Um, I think I think we're at the point where I, I would kind of look past it. I'd, I'd talk to her as long as she knows what she's doing, and uh, she's still happy and yeah. like not. I don't know, going off the deep end, Tommy. <laughs> then uh, I'd be good with it. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be. Yeah, I would tell Demi. All right, get in there and shave right now. Cool. Be done. Like All this. Right. This was Teach fun. Teach me at your first. ways. This is fun at first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this it's was a fun funny. game. Yeah. You know, about three months ago, this was hilarious. <laughs> right. But now, by this point, people are starting to ask me questions, and I don't know. Yeah, but how it, to it's respond. a lot to be a lady, though. You know, it's I'm a not lot saying of work. it's easy. I'm not. Look, ladies, you do a lot. You do a lot more than we even see as men. More and than we deserve. More absolutely. There's no well that that's been since for, for quite some time. The the noticing of it though, uh, is it right. and I don't call it out. Like, you know, if there's a little bit of fuzz going on, I don't call sure. it anything. I don't say You're anything. You're a gentleman. I don't I'm not gonna say anything. Oh, don't touch my legs. I've got I haven't shaved in three days. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot you have to do that. Right. Like it's one of those things like I don't even think about because I you know, I shave my face. Mm hmm I've never shaved my legs in my life, I don't think. I don't think I have. I don't think you have there either. may have been like a time in high school where we were doing something dumb, but like, no, I don't no. think that wasn't like the way we would be dumb, though. Yeah, no, we were. I genuinely can't recall we ever dumb, shaving dumb. any. <laughs> we were like dumb. We were like doing stuff that you should know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't recall ever shaving my legs or my arms one time. Swimmers do it. Yep. Swim dudes do it. Yep. You know, uh, Mayor Anarella is now the swim coach at over Hopewell? at Hopewell. Yes, yes, he is talking about a pretty strong season. He's been doing some. Uh, a lot of stuff with the team prior to the season, like some community service type stuff. He he says he likes that. Okay, were you at? Were you with him this weekend? Because that's the same story he told me. Oh no, I saw him. He he was on a show a, cu a couple weeks ago with Mayor Washam. Oh okay, yeah. so yeah, he told me that, and and wow, that was kind of verbatim. They've been doing. He's really proud of them. They've been doing stuff in the community. Everybody showed up. I think it was the Highland Games, is what he had mentioned. Yes. Or yeah, 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 or Rural Hill, something going on. I think it was the Highland Games at the time, but yeah, yeah, wow, Old same news. story. Yeah, sorry, I thought I'd be up on the new news. Yeah. Okay. So, so some news I mentioned Israel and Hamas. Um, as we're getting close to break, I want to I want to kind of tease it for a second here. 
uh, a new weapon, potentially. A new weapon that is uh, has been tested. Supposedly, there there is murmurs that it's being used. You know the Iron Dome? It okay. shoots the massive rockets, yes. shoots things down. So rather than shooting rockets, they now have a laser to shoot down rockets. <laughs> wow. A laser. We're going to talk about this. We may need, Frank, if you're listening, we may need you to call. Because you know I don't know nothing about no science. You know I don't know nothing about nothing. And we may need your help on this. 844-STUDIO-4. Uh, have you seen this? I mean, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Shooting lasers. And here's the funny part. Here, here was the hook in the post that I saw. Here's what drew people in to be okay with it rather than rockets. It's more cost effective. Gotta always be paying attention to that bottom dollar, people. 844 Studio 4. Good morning, okay, and 7.33. We do have breaking news. We are out of YouTube jail. We are back on the tubes of you, and we're excited to be with you at this time. I mentioned to you before the break, there is a new weapon system out, allegedly. And I need to get some information on this. You've heard of the Iron Dome, I assume. Big old rocket system, shoots down other rockets, in theory creates the proverbial dome over a location of your choosing. Now, rather than rockets to shoot down other rockets, we're upgrading. There's talks of laser beams. And we've got to bring in somebody who understands lasers. Frank Corvath, WSIC's engineer, uh, co-host of Responsibly Armed Citizen, jack of all trades, master of many, uh, Frank coming to us, which we didn't even know, by the way. This is how sneaky Frank, Frank is. He's in Studio A right now. Had no idea. We're in Studio C. Frank, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? Another day in paradise. A little nervous as soon as Bill started Googling uh, lasers in Israel and <laughs> things just kind of went off the wall. First question we've got here, what makes a laser a laser? It is a focused beam of energy, right? It's photons all going in the same direction at the same time. All right. I'm, I, should I ask what photons are or should I not? It's a little beam of energy, a little particle of energy. Okay, so we'll just call that the energy. The photon energy. is the energy go. part. Okay, so this, and I sent you this this little tweet I saw. The beam uses 100,000 watts of power. Yeah, yeah, kilow 100 kilowatts of power, which is insane. So to put that into perspective, you know those little um, handheld laser pointers that you, know, you use for presentations and things like that? Or for making my cat run around? Yes. A absolutely. So those are re uh, regulated for, uh, on the sellers to be no more than 5 milliwatts of power. Um, so, I mean, that's, I mean, it'll still blind you. If you point it directly into your eye, I mean, you're, you're, you're going to go blind, maybe not as quickly as, you know, that's some, uh, 100 kilowatts, but yeah, the, the order of magnitude between, you know, those little handheld laser pointers and this, you know, 100 kilowatt, you know, monster laser beam, um, the iron beam as they're calling it is insane. Uh, that's, you know, one to the sixth power. Aren't they just going to give everybody cancer? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's exactly how that works. Um, you know, it's it's not a uh, you know irradiating energy. It's really focused and real pointed, but um, it is it is absolutely insane. So yeah, uh, for 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 example, um, one watt, right? So why why a one watt uh, uh, laser device can you know catch things on fire? So you know you can literally take you know a little one watt handheld device and point it at you know a leaf or something like that, a match, and it'll just it'll go up in, in flames pretty quickly. But when you start looking at, you know, magnitudes of, you know, 10 watts and 50 watts and 100 watts, you start getting into, you know, being able to cut metal. So, you know, that 100 kilowatt, you know, power is just absolutely insane. That is just so much energy. So and part of the conversation turns toward the cost and the dome cost, they're saying 50,000 with the laser beam interceptor costing as low as $2. Is that even, is that, do you think that's accurate or? No, I, I absolutely think that could be accurate. You know, um, the, the, the piece that is still interesting, I'll have to do a little bit of research on is, you know, how much energy are they actually consuming when they're beaming these, uh, you know, these rockets and whatnot, when they're, you know, trying to stop that stuff? That's the interesting piece. You know, the, the tracking and all that kind of stuff, that's part of that. You know, that's, that's established science. But, you know, the, you know, finding a target and hitting it at distance with enough energy for it to, you know, to, to you know, essentially, you know, catch it on fire or, or you know, make it, you know, explode is, is pretty nuts. That's, that's long distance. Couldn't we do then just like a giant laser dome over eventually everything? What do you think about that? <sighs> See, I don't, I don't think that's that's you know we're we're getting out of the was it the science fiction of old the Star Wars uh, you know the not not Star Wars not the movie like the actual Star Wars um, you know defense program. You I was know, thinking like Green Lantern, you know. Yeah, no, no. So you know, bending light around our uh, ionosphere and everything is pretty, you know, pretty challenging. I mean, think about it this way: so you can take again, it, it's in a visible spectrum. So you can take one of those handheld pointers, and you get, you know, you start pushing up into that, you know, that one watt, two watt range. I mean, you can go solid eighty some odd miles. That's almost enough to break our atmosphere. Frank, I don't think most people know how to take a five, what you said, milli, milliwatts to, to make it one watt. Only oh. only you possess that knowledge in my friend circle, I, to be honest with you. you know, yeah, so, 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 you know, taking one of those handheld pointers and trying to get it up, you know, into that one watt is very challenging. You Have know, you it's, done it's, it? It's Have break. you done it? Well, I might have a couple of lasers at the house. Okay. <laughs> do you have an iron? Do you have the iron beam ready not, to go? Not even close. No. I think the the most powerful laser I have at the house right now is 200 watts, and that's a CO2 laser. So. What could that damage? Like, what could that? What could 200 watts do to you? Oh, oh I can cut metal. Uh, as far as you, you'll you'll absolutely put a hole in you. As far as your skin, it'll it'll give you a pretty nasty burn. It'll give you a pretty nasty cut. Do you think that's the future of defense? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're we're a step closer to having portable handheld laser weapons like the you know the movie Star Wars or something. I mean, it's just it's getting ever closer. All right, so I'm going to go a little deeper with you on it. How how can you have continuous energy in something like that? Like, what's a cartridge Oof. look like rather than ammunition? What does that look like? I think the closest thing that we probably have today would be like supercapacitors. So being able to store like high amounts of energy um, and being able to discharge that energy, you know, all at once immediately. I think that might be the closest thing that we have right now. I mean, the the biggest thing, the, the hardest thing is, you know, having something compact enough um, for like a handheld deal. So I'm having something that's compact enough that 
uh, generates enough energy for it to actually have like a beam to do something. I mean, uh, it's not just a it, it's it's a solid beam. It's not just a um, like a, a, a bullet, like a short, if you will, yeah, like yeah, a shot, not, right? Yeah, so I yeah. mean, it's it's from from the time you press it to the time you release it. It, it is a solid, you know, stream of light. And well, it, it could be infrared light. It doesn't have to be visible light, but but regardless, it 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 is light. It's 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 you know moving at the speed of light, and um, that that you know being able to control how much you know energy there there is there is just it's it's very difficult. You know the cooling systems on that has to be just astronomical. There there must be some just absolute wicked you know probably liquid nitrogen or some fashion of in order to keep that cold enough so that it doesn't destroy itself. The supercapacitor is it backpack status or could it fit like in the bottom of the of the rifle? We'll say or something like. What do you think? Oh yeah, yeah. It, you could fit in on the bottom of a you know a, a imaginary rifle, right? A, a, a laser space gun. Bill's good yeah. question. Could I? Where do headlights and stuff fall into the spectrum here? Are those dangerous or powerful? High beams. Uh, I mean, not really. So the headlights, are, most headlights are regulated um, you know, as far as how much light. But yeah. So I don't have mini lasers on my car? You, there is a laser technology that do you, that um, is used on some headlights. Nice. But it's not, it's not the same as what we're talking about here. It's a, sure. it's a little different. Is it the closer it gets to blue head beams, the closer it is to laser spectrum? Well, see, a lot of those headlights, it's it's not necessarily laser spectrum. It's um, the filter. It, 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 could, it could all technically be a, a form of laser, but it's the closer that they get to um, uh, it, it, it's what it's starting out as. So there could be a laser inside of you, like your headlight assembly that's pointing at some filters and some other stuff to help disperse the light. But um, it's not just like a you know, a straight, solid, you know, uninterrupted beam that's coming out of your headlight. That would be incredibly dangerous. I, I believe that we would get to this point for a long time, right? When they write movies, it's because they have some idea there's some technology that's a foundational principle or some story or event that occurred. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. Here's where here is where if it doesn't play out in this particular fashion, I will lose all hope in humanity. Will the sound that emits from the laser weapons we will all be holding be very similar to pew, 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 pew? Will it be that or will it be soundless? Only in our minds. It'll, it's going to be absolutely silent and soundless. So you're saying this iron beam could be soundless, like besides the generator or whatever that's probably like helping power it. The, yeah, the beam itself, like a rocket, you know, because it's emitting that energy that pushes it, it makes this giant sound. We're not going to hear it at all with these beams? I don't think so. I mean, it, depending on how energetic that beam is, I mean, it, it's potential that it could be like, you know, vaporizing like air and things like that as it's going, uh, you know, as it's going down its path. So, I mean, we might hear some sort of sizzler pop of, you know, air and, and water and all these other molecules that are just spontaneously vaporizing. But as far as like, you know, having that audible sound, I'm not sure. How do you think the environmentalists feel about the iron beam compared to the iron dome? Oh, I think they're going to be all about it. Now, at $2 a shot, energy efficient. You can run it off a solar panel. I mean, that's the, I'm not saying that you can actually run off solar panel, but I'm saying that's yeah, that that's what they're going to equate it to. That's where we're heading. That's, that's where, where we're headed. headed. That's right.
Okay. All right. Frank Horvath, engineer for WSIC, also host of Responsibly Armed Citizen. Uh, what you guys got going on this week on your show coming up on Saturday? Frank, you got anything planned out yet? We have some awesome stuff coming for the Saturday. Uh, this past uh, weekend, we were uh, doing some training and whatnot, so we uh, were not able to you know, run the show, so we had to re repeat. But this coming Saturday, we have uh, we have some fun topics coming. We got some... Uh, uh, some some great things, so stay tuned. Okay, looking forward to it. Frank Corbett, listen to Responsibly Armed Citizen. You can also check it out, WSICnews.com, on demand anytime, wherever you get your podcasts as well. And you can watch Frank and Tim Kelly. Tim Kelly, the founder of Apache Solutions out of Yadkinville, North Carolina. If you're looking for your next training stop for firearms and all things safety, there's a lot more than just firearms, and they can keep you posted on that. Frank, we appreciate your time. 844-STUDIO-4 if you want to be part of the conversation. We're just shooting lasers around here, people. Pew pew! Pew pew! Good morning, OKN. 748 Studio 4 if you want to be part of the conversation. Maybe. No? You don't want to do it? Yeah, I was talking to you. Yeah, I was talking to you, Bill. You there? What's up? No, I was just saying, I didn't know if you wanted to do the thing. Oh, give Did me you... a second. Oh, okay. Give yeah. you some time? Yeah, maybe talk about what we just talked about for listeners. The who iron just beams of, yeah. of now how we're just going to start giving everybody cancer yeah. with shooting lasers. Okay, we can talk about that. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the effect of getting shot, like a bunch of beams going around 100,000 watts or 100, 100 kilowatts. That's 100,000 watts, right? Because a kilo, kilo. Kilo Tango Foxtrot is is a, is a thousand. I'm I'm pretty sure. So I I don't know the effects of that. I it's a little nerve wracking because if if I, I the little I know that Frank has taught me beams of light can go very very far, and so imagine if they learn how to curve those beams, like like it, does it just infinitely go straight or if like can you like. If you just right, put the right amount of energy, does it right. arc? Like, you know, can you arc a beam, a laser beam? That would be pretty You'd wild. have to be talking about a pretty far distance just because how fast it goes. But, like, it's literally, like, it's, like, literally a split second, right. and then, like, all of a sudden, boosh, just anywhere you want. So whoever figures out how to curve the lasers, they win. Right. Call us. 844-STUDIO-4. Yes. Um, so over the weekend, actually, we, uh, uh, some rather sad news here. Right. Uh, Suzanne Summers uh, passed away at the age of 76. Uh, she was known for her roles of Three's Company and uh, Step by Step. Um, she would have turned 77 to Step by to, Step. Yes. She was on Step by What a great Step by Step. You're on it. Day by day. Yeah, she uh, passed away a day before her 77th birthday. Um, so obviously very sad. I know that she was beloved by many uh, and ultimately kind of an early on entrepreneur. Right, taking her acting career, and she eventually came up with the uh, Thigh Master. Um, but I'm going to play a little clip here just to show some love for Suzanne Summers. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing a girl likes more than a little tickle on the tummy. <laughs> Comedy was different <laughs> back then. So beautiful. Mm. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, no, it's warm enough in here. Oh, I love your eyes. Here you go. This is going to make you feel so good. <laughs> it's hard without the visual. You know, it's hard, oh, it's hard without the visual. I don't think this... I don't know what they were doing back in the day in comedy. I mean, they talk about today things being inappropriate. My goodness. My word. You know, there was I a, mean, there was a the, lot lower the standards master, back then. Maybe the stair, or the thigh master clip is... I thought that was the one you were... That was the one you showed Thanks. me. Thank you. How do you get them? Do you remember the thigh master? Did you ever mess around dropped, with one? Then I it's like the little device. Master. Right. Every kind of butterfly. Time you squeeze thigh genius. master, you strengthen and tone right where you need it. So it's easy to squeeze, squeeze your way to shape the hips and thighs. Is that you making that noise? I thought I'd never fit into the these bit. things again. It was the commercial. No, that was you. Thank you, thigh master. <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. And use it. The secret to shapely thighs is exercising these muscles with just the right resistance. This balanced resistance coil is designed to give you results quickly and comfortably. Want to tone your oh, upper chest and arms? Thigh Master will give you excellent results. Thigh Master, we may not have been born with great legs, but now we can look like we were. Let's go. We may not have been born with great legs, but we can work to get them. We can get there. Yeah, Thigh she Master. Will be missed. Do, can you call them thighs anymore? Do they allow you to call, I call them, thighs? them thighs? I don't know if they allow them to call you thighs. I don't think ladies like that. You can call them thighs. You call, call me Thigh Master. Call them drums and flats, baby. That's oh, it. Oh, my word. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I did I forgot she was on step by step. You you said that and I uh now right. I'm trying to remember her in it. I have her picture right in front of me and I, I I'm not good with like my mom always asks me, Do you know do you know who so and so is? Do you know who so and so is? Right. And I have no idea. Sure. And she like looks at me like as if like it's the end of the world that I didn't know who some of these particular actor actors and actresses are or movie stars or famous people and whatnot. And this is one like, okay, so like I, I've seen her face before, right? But I don't like know who she is. Is, right. that, is that fair? Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fine. You're good, man. I'm just trying. I, I don't want to be disrespectful. You're not. I just, um, you know. Talking a lot of people out here. I mean, there's a lot of people that know who she is. I mean, there's people right. that, that are going to call and drop, you know, lines and quotes and stuff to me. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, she was great. Yep. She was great. Uh, did I take that away accidentally from your good, bad, and ugly news? No. Okay. So we are going to have good, bad, and ugly news today. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Is there anything good going on in the world right plenty now? Plenty of good going on in the world. Okay, there's plenty of good. Okay, we, we like really plenty of good. really just have to comb through a lot. <laughs> <But> well, <yeah. laughs> this past weekend, uh, Friday night in particular, Iredale Statesville School started their policy, I believe, of the football game starting earlier? Earlier, yes. 6.30 now. Yes, Friday night, e Friday night. Friday into the lights. lights. Into yes. the lights. Yes. Playing football while the lights turn on. Mm -hmm. Don't you think that some will have an advantage if, like, in the first half there's sunshine? My question is, do you get out of school a little early, like football players? Absolutely if you're not. traveling. Absolutely not. Well, I got to be at the game earlier. What time? What time did we get to the games? Like when we were. We played freshman year together. What what time would we Those arrive? Thursday night lights. <laughs> Those, this is a whole nother level on Thursday nights. Because then you got to go to school on Friday. Right. It's not like Friday where then you go home and you don't have to do anything the next day. Right. JV is so much more difficult. Right. That's where the real players are made. Right. If, um, can you stay awake during first period the next day? Right. Student athlete. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how. I guess it depended on where the game was, right? Like, sure. What was the farthest south we would go? Myers Park? Yeah, that was our first game, right? 
Remember that fumble? I do remember. I that. picked I'll that fumble forget. up, and coach wasn't. It. My coach was not at that game. My D line right. coach was mm-hmm. not at that game when I picked up that fumble. You did see that fumble. I did see that fumble. So never picked one up after that, but that's okay. Oh, was nice. You got your hands on the ball. You got I, your hands on the ball I, as a defender. And when you got your hands on the ball, I felt like I got my hands on the ball because we're a unit. Right, we're a unit. And that's how it works. Right. So what did you do this weekend while Nat was away? You you hung out with friends and family, you said. Yes. You, you... I went over to uh, our buddy Pierce's house. Oh, had, you did? Yeah, yeah. Um, him and his wife cooked up some delicious lamb chops for me. I mean, I got spoiled. Mm. Um, went to the park with those guys. Walked around. This was after, I think, you had gone with him that morning to... Oh, pumpkin. to a little pumpkin patch. Right. I went to Kerrigan Farms this weekend. I'm just hanging out. The kids are... We're trying to keep them contained. Right. There's a singular driver. Upon arrival, there is emergency services at Kerrigan Farms. Fire truck, EMS. And we're like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Start. Of course, I'm asking questions as I'm right. going, hey, just want to say, hey, just curious what's, what's going on. Oh, it was just a fender bender on the street. They're utilizing our space to not clog traffic out there. Okay, cool. All right. Well, I mean, not cool, but right. at least nothing went down farm style. Sure. And then we're just hanging out. There's a little, little, little farm section, I guess you'll call it. It is a farm, but there's like actually like a retail kind of section right at the front. Little, little shed where you can check in, check out, buy stuff. They've got crates and barrels full of pumpkins and other gourds and all kinds of other weird snake looking type things. And all of a sudden, this gentleman, like, and I'm trying to corral the kids. Hey, hey guys, hey, guys, hey, 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 would you mind just moving one side or the other? Because, you know, this is kind of like a drive. I'm like, oh, yeah, no problem, no problem. Dude rolls up, starts just chit chat. He's like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, uh, I, I talk for a living. And, and we keep talking. All of a sudden, this guy's name, Doug Kerrigan. I'm talking to That's he, the name on the sign. That's his farm. It's his farm. Doug. Doug is his name. What are you doing, man? Because he started, he started talking about, oh, yeah, you know, we put the, the best pumpkins on my porch. And I'm like, well... Well, I'm, that's like, the owner's porch. Like your, like whose porch? Like this right. porch, or like you live like in Huntersville? Right. He's like, <laughs> that's the point of it. He, he's <laughs> like, he's like, <laughs> no, no, no. pumpkin, put it go, on display. Go put, go take pictures on my porch with your kids. And I was like, oh, that's your porch. Okay, I, you must be who? who? And he was like, right. I'm Doug Kerrigan. And I said, pleasure to meet you, sir. Thanks for letting me walk about your land. He he looked like he owned that farm the way right. he was walking around there. Right. I mean, he it was his farm. There was nobody was going to debate him on that whatsoever. Sure. So it was cool to meet him. He was a nice guy. He was giving me a bunch of wisdom and advice about the kids. Like he was telling me stories about his kids, like the things he would do to try to give them wisdom over the years and just, you know, traveling together. Well, we and need having a segment. Fun as a we family. need some wisdom from Kerrigan Farms. It would be pretty good. I'm going to reach just out to him. Little, he gave yeah. me a card. Okay. He gave me his card. Was it? I was like, That'd be cool if he gave you like a pumpkin or a That's piece what of I'm saying. Like, yeah, like, some, like call me. <laughs> some type <laughs> with no number yeah, on it whatsoever. Little apple. <laughs> like, just take a bite of this. I'll, I'll appear. appear. I'll appear. Right? <laughs> no, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. But that would have been Yet. funny. That, that's true. Maybe, uh, I, what if like it's not really him though? No, like I'm when sure I call the number. I'm, I'm sure, sure it is. is too. No, you're right. They got lasers at Kerrigan Farms? They didn't have any lasers. That's good. I'm I'm not trying. I saw some pictures of lasers. I had a thought while we were on the tractor heading toward the pumpkin patch that it could use a laser. <laughs> no, I actually didn't find out about the lasers till like this morning. Okay, uh, but it was about the apples because you know they do apple picking and they right. do pumpkin short picking. Short time, obviously. short window that apple. Very short season. window, like less than That's a month. That's how you know it's legit. Less than a month, right? And and we had booked for for going to apple picking, but it got rained out, so we were not able to go apple picking this year. 
But I was looking at the trees like, why are these apple trees so small? Like, have the movies been lying to us? Like, at how big apple trees can be? And then Demi reminded me, no, they trim these to keep them small so you can reach the apples. Because they don't want people getting hurt. Right, because we're not giants. Yeah. Right. And we're like, it's not our tree to climb up sure. in and break a leg and have insurance and all that, that would kind be of on stuff. Doug, yeah. Right. Doug would be. Or we'd have to sign a bunch of papers. A we don't well, do we that. do sign waivers. You sign waivers for pumpkin picking Whoa. and apple picking. You have okay. to sign waivers. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's ruthless out there. I came to find, I didn't realize how prickly pumpkin stems are. Did you know that pumpkin stems are actually prickly in the vines they grow on? I got pricked multiple times. It didn't feel good. It was like little cacti. Even like, no, I was like, no, don't do it, buddy. Don't do it. He's like, oh, I got it, dad. And like ripping it with his teeth, like biting it off like an umbilical cord. What? Good morning, okay. At 8.06. Happy Monday to you! If you just got into the car, before before you get rolling, that was a little stronger one than I. I, I a little a little girth to that one right there, real quick. Black powder coffee—that's what's in the cup. That's what's always in the cup in the morning on Good Morning LKN. Located on Highway 150, that's exit 36 on 77. You make a left at the Chick Fil A. You go down into the business park. You go in there. You say, Melissa. 10% off is what I was told from WSIC, the Good Morning Fam, said I would get it, and she would give it to you, to which you would appreciate, because this coffee is delicious. What are you rocking with? This week? Yes. Caramel. Nice. I'm with... Caramel? Caramel. Caramel? 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 Caramel. Depends on who I'm with, you know? If I'm with some highbrow type people... The, highbrows the caramel you hang out with highbrows i try to i do too <laughs> i try to <laughs> i try to blend in yeah <laughs> i did not see the dog racing this weekend <laughs> yes more of a ponies man myself you know what i did watch this weekend actually stumbled across tv uh some polo you watched polo yeah people on horses really yes they were i mean that is a frustrating sport i watched i watched one of them sub and you know how they sub no. Do they, they use the same horse? They don't sub out the, the rider. They just sub out the horse. So the guy bounces off one, hops on another. So the guy stays the same. The horse, the horse changes? You sub horses. Oh, my God. What disrespect. Right. right. Who won? Uh, good guys. Was it international? Like local club? No, it was definitely. I'm not even Intermediary? sure Intermediary? I mean. Novice? It, it's not even in like a stadium. Like everyone has the fold out white chairs and is under a tent. What a. What a lifestyle. Like the Grand Luxembourg of, of Germany was there? Uh, I mean, probably. Yeah, it was on at a bar. It was like the early Saturday where college football was kind of just starting. You're on them deep state channels. Right. And uh, yeah, this was on. You know, I watched a movie this weekend. What movie did you watch this weekend? I watched a movie in the movie theater this weekend. Wait. I went to the movies. Hold on. I went to the movies this Hold weekend. Hold on, face your fears. I went to the movies. I went to Davidson's Theater. Okay. I think it's called Our Town Cinema. Right. It's in this little strip mall cut off Griffith Street, exit 30. Sure. We went and saw Take Paw Patrol. Take a left at the Chick-fil-A. We went, right down the... <laughs> we went 10% off. <laughs> <laughs> we went and saw Paw Patrol with the kids. How was Paw Patrol? I was wondering if you didn't go see that. 
it was a, it was a strong movie. Yeah. So they're origin stories. Well, let, let's break okay. this down into <laughs> let, let's, let's break these down into two components the, right now. To the Paul Patrol I, universe. I, I'm going to give my review on the movie momentarily, but I've got to give my review on movie theater. It's been some time since I've been to the movies. You know this about me. I'm not a big fan. I don't discourage Pre, other people. Definitely pre-pandemic. Since like Colorado. Oh wow. Like that was the like like that oh, really? moment for wow. me was okay. like, okay, knowing the way a theater works. And where was my preferences seat? Very back in the middle. Sure. The most vulnerable spot you right. could possibly be. The furthest be in. from the exit. From likely. the exit. Right. Absolutely. So just in my mind, and again, I've never I've never discouraged anyone else from going to the movie theaters. You know, I'm a big boutique business fan, though I think Regal might be publicly traded. Uh, I'm just saying I've never discouraged anyone else from going to the movies that wants to. Dealer's choice. For the first time in a long time, we went to the movies. Our Town Cinema, and I think that's what the name is, and we probably should look that up so I don't say it 50 times the wrong way. The movie theater in Davidson. Boutique theater. I'm going to be honest with you. Phenomenal space. It's one of the type of theaters where you can go in and you can order food. And then when you get inside the theater, it's not your normal chairs. They're lounge chairs. They've got tables set up. You can really have a, a experience there. And so Demi said, look, let's take the kids to see Paw Patrol. Our Town Cinemas Cafe and Tap House. So I, I, had, I had a Truly. Demi had a little wine. The kids had their little snack packs, which included popcorn, gummies, and uh, some juice. Demi and I also indulged in a little bit of cookie dough bites. It was great. Phenomenal experience. Uh, am I going to say that I'm going to be a frequent flyer continuously now? Probably not. That has nothing to do with the theater. It's more so that just the percentage of movies that come out that are good versus bad right. is completely imbalanced at this point compared to what it used to be. Sure. But Paw Patrol, for the kids, their first movie experience, first movie theater experience for both Oh, wow. Of them. How did they do? Phenomenal. Did, did they stand? Uh, Noah was all into it. Right. Great time. Sure. Get him. Get him. Like, shouting at the... He's at that right. point. Sure. Emmy did decent. She was there about two-thirds. After that, she starts wandering. Sure. We were on the very front row, but in this theater, the front row isn't a traditional front row where you're, like, looking straight up. Broke neck, yeah. You, if you got the lean chair, and you're out like this. You're just chilling. Right. You're hanging out mm -hmm. with the table, which is great. We had a little bit of an incident. Emmy's very big on I do it myself. She's very big on that. Right. She wanted to hold her popcorn box by herself. Sure. Had a little bit of spillage the first round of the box. Mm. Went and tapped that refill real quick. And so then she did really well with it. You know, I'm, Daddy's going to sit next to you. It's on the table. She did start wandering everything. But overall, their experience was phenomenal. Really appreciate the staff who was super kind there. Um, not a lot of people were there in the theater. There was probably 10 people. Right. Which I found surprising. Sure. Granted, it was beautiful weather all weekend, so what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. The movie. Let's get to Paw Patrol, the <laughs> yeah. movie. What we're all here for. The first Paw Patrol movie was the origin story, and just heads up, spoilers going on here if you haven't seen the movie yet for your children. The first movie was Chase's origin story. One of um, abandonment, hurt emotions, lack of trust, 
but coming together as a unit and being a part of something together. Family. This Paw Patrol movie is the origin story of Sky. Sky is the puppy that flies in the plane. Different, but same, same. Lack of trust, abandonment, one's identity. You know, she's the smallest pup. And yet they came together as a team. And here was what was cool about this one, too. It wasn't just Paw Patrol. It was Mighty Pups. Meteor comes crashing down. Secret space crystals. Everybody's got superpowers. Overall, very well done. I enjoy some of the adult comic humor that they also kind of sprinkle in like Easter eggs into these movies. Like in the first one, one of the funniest scenes... They say, hey, how do we afford all this like cool tech stuff? Like what like like one of the dogs asked asked Ryder the question. Ryder's like, oh, it's definitely all the all the Paw Patrol swag that we sell. And he's like had t-shirts and stuff. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. A little adult humor there to mix in. So uh, I enjoy the Paw Patrol movies. We've seen obviously all the episodes, the TV stuff. We um, even watched during COVID when they came out with the Paw Patrol Live. That was like the people in costumes dancing around on stage on there, you know? So overall great experience again am i am i endorsing going to the movies 24 7 no am i okay with my experience yeah and the best part about it it was local it was in davidson we hit up the soda shop after had a little cheeseburgers at the soda shop you remember the soda shop we've been downtown davidson our whole life the place has changed though it ain't the same davidson it was 844 studio 4 what's on your mind fam Good morning, OKN. Okay, 818. And good morning to you. Hope you're having a good one. We got to get a look at the streets if you're out there right now. Jim is on the phone. Jim is with iCats. RideiCats.com. Alternative transportation. Three bucks to get to the city of Charlotte each way. A dollar around town in Iredale County. I still have to schedule my ride to Wendy's. Jim, how are the streets looking this morning? Well, the streets uh, from where I was an hour ago, have started to build up quite a bit, especially down there around exit 11, coming around, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, two, uh, 277? 277. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's really gotten slow down there. That's why we're running a little bit behind today. But uh, coming down, I did see some movement over there at Gilead, like they're getting ready to, start shutting down some of the three of the lanes anyway and turning it into one lane where you get off and then get back on again this is northbound on 77 other than that you got the normal slowdowns coming into the city which are expected anyway jim that sounds like it's going to cause quite a bit of delays to shut down the highway for some work today what do you think uh, yeah, I can give you a call after I go past it. No, no, and, no. Well, no. I'll, I'll tell you what I can, I can, uh, I'm running the afternoon run too. I can tell you sometime back then what's going on because they'll have it shut down by then. How's, uh, how's Lake Norman but, look uh, right now coming, coming from Statesville down South? Is it bottlenecked? Is it just regular slow moving morning or what's it like up there? Every run, everything's running just as smooth as could be. Until you get down to where I get off of the express lane down there at 
before a little bit before exit 11. Yeah, that's where it comes down to a, a complete stop. Jim, you know a lot about uh, brakes. Nothing you can do about it. You know a lot about brakes on cars. Not a no, not a whole lot. Okay. Uh, I usually stop changing brakes because my wife didn't like me cussing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame her, and I don't blame you, sir. Well, we appreciate you checking in I'll with us. You, yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you something that I do see a, a lot, and it's pretty dangerous. A lot of people in the new cars have driving daytime driving lights, and what they don't know is when they're driving in a downpour in a complete downpour where it's real hard to see or fog, they don't realize if they're on driving daytime driving lights, they don't have any taillights. So if you're following a car in a heavy rain and they're driving on daytime driving lights, the next thing you're going to see is when they slam the brakes on, and then it could be too late. Mm. People don't realize that you're supposed to have headlights on anyway in the rain. Not the driving lights. No tail lights with driving lights. Strong, strong wisdom, Jim. Most, most, most people don't know that. I've, I've learned things already this morning, Jim, that I did not have on my bingo card today, and it's thanks to you, sir. We appreciate you. <laughs> All right. Everybody ride iCat. I mean, it's a great deal. When they get down to uh, Cat Station down here where we drop everybody off at, we can give you a, a, a gold coin there for a pass for – Use one of the cat buses to go wherever you're going to down in Center City. There we didn't even know that. That's a deal right there. Okay, so rideicats.com, yep. alternative transportation. It's only three bucks to get you to the city of Charlotte each way, and then a dollar around town $3. throughout Iredell County. It's a killer deal. That's a deal. You're telling me, Jim. All right, sir. <laughs> well, we'll chat. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, sounds good. We'll see you later. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye now. Something I've never understood about construction projects, and I know it's a cost factor. So, so let me start off with saying I understand things cost money. But isn't it worth it to, to bid every project to be working in the overnight hours rather than during the day, just given the population around here? Is that, is that reasonable at this point, or is it like too much money? Like, is it like double the cost to do it at night? Can't be like double. Mm. Probably. I mean, I know it costs more, right? Because the companies have to get labor. It's more expensive to, to use right. them overnight. It's also... I don't know about utilities and stuff, though, overnight. Is that more expensive, or is it just the labor costs more? Well, there are also inspections and stuff like that that have to happen, and I know that was only allowed to take place... During the or day? During the day. But the inspection's fine. Sure. We can do an inspection during the day, but as far as, like, the... you know, but it would slow people down from, like, chunk to chunk. Like, they'd have to... Where they they're would doing get the to inspection... A point need an inspection to go any further so even if they do the work at night the inspection still takes place during the day um i mean i'm sure you could find a company that would come inspect at night but that would be more than two exactly that would be more so so it depends to what degree sure but i mean even then if you did the inspection let's say at, but out of convenience for all the right. community members including i'm sure the workers probably don't like that either. that's what i'm saying um, let them work let them live sure you know like you did inspections at 10 30 a.m Probably a good sweet spot, like lowest traffic. What do you think the lowest traffic time of the day is in the prime time, nine to five daytime hours? What do you think the lowest traffic time is? Yeah, probably like after morning rush. Yeah, before, before lunch. lunch. That's so what my thought like was a, too. A, a little 10 minute window in there? Yeah, so maybe seven. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe seven. Yeah. 
I just thought that's an interesting thought, just throwing that out there. I know it costs more money. I get it. But, you know, hey, if we're spending dollars and then, like, part of it is the pain, like with Highway 150. Okay. All right. Well, I'll just you know, That's my bad. Uh, sorry. No, it's okay. I didn't mean to cut you. You were off. excited. All right. <laughs> I am excited. Hey. All right. It is time for the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. Oh, no. Sorry. I always have to wait until they uh, kind of do the shooting. You want me to get shot on camera? Is that what uh, it is? No. Well, actually... Oh, thought it was happening. Yeah, me too. I thought, I oh, thought you timed wait. it. Wait. But. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Okay. He's, he's gone. <laughs> yeah. All right. We got some good news. Yeah. Good news here. Good news here. Costco members. Costco members. Did you know that you can actually buy gift cards for a uh, lower amount than they're actually valued? What? Right? For example. For example, online, you can buy like a Southwest Airline $500 gift card, 450 bucks. Really? Right. At Costco? Costco, I believe it's online, it looks like. So you got to um, be a member of Costco. You do have to be a member of Costco to, to take get the deal. Of got this. it. Okay. Yes. Uh, as well as restaurants, you know. Yeah. Um, there's an example here, Fogo de Chao. You can get two $50 gift cards for, uh, looks like, 80 bucks. Really? Um, so that's $100. For the price of eighty dollars. So it's it. So having the membership has value. Sure. Now this is good. And you can get gold bars at Costco. Uh, Costco's looking good. Costco's looking good. Is the hot dog deal still a dollar fifty or two fifty or whatever? Did they raise that price? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Unrelated to what I'm covering. Got it. Um, this isn't uh, bad news. This isn't bad news at all. Uh, this is kind of neutral news. So I want it to be good. And then uh, this is a little bit. Uh, Come see, come saw. Yeah. I think this is actually also good news. The uh, Queen City Outdoor Classic presented by Pepsi. Uh, tickets go on sale today. All right, that is the uh, hockey game that's going to be played outside of Truist Field. Right, so you got Charlotte Checkers versus... Uh, uh, I'm not sure. That's not the App State the UNCC American. game? Not that one. This is the uh, AHL. Oh, it's a different one. This oh, AHL. AHL. Yes. So When's the last the time you went to a Checkers game? Uh, when I first moved here, I went to a Checkers game. They're phenomenal, are they not? It's a good time. They are a good time. Yeah. Not too they bad. moved back to Bojangles Coliseum. Yes, they did. Yes, they is did. Is it still called Bojangles? It is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Bojangles runs that place. Yep. Um, so that's Saturday, January 13th. But again, tickets go on sale today. Could be a great event. Um, and it's outside? It is outside. So they'll be playing out at Truist Field January 13th. Okay. Let me, yeah. let me make a note of that one real quick. Jot okay. that down. And then some uh, ugly news. A $1.4 million speeding ticket surprised a Georgia man before officials clarified the situation. Would you be surprised if you got a $1.4 million speeding ticket? Uh, I would probably ask some questions. Yeah. Yeah. So this man uh, in Savannah, Georgia, uh, was left reeling a $1.4 million speeding ticket, but officials say the figure was just a placeholder, not the actual fine. What a relief. The guy was driving 90 and a 55. Um, That'll get you automatic arrest. Sometime in September. I think. Um, yeah, so, again, it was just a placeholder. Uh, we, they do not issue placeholder as a threat to scare anybody into court. Um, even if the person, eh, that sentence is irrelevant. Um, <laughs> so it's just a placeholder. But scared him. <laughs> That's a pretty bold placeholder. Yeah, that's, right. that's a pretty, you I mean, know. if you could just write down any number as a placeholder. <laughs> right. A $1 billion yeah. fine. <laughs> Don't come back. Don't ever do it again. Now, they do use tax as an incentive, right, to not sure. do something. Right. You know, gasoline tax, that one's worked really well. The cigarette tax has worked really well. Um, next will be the EV tax. That one's going to work really well. Mm. And now speeding 
you know, traffic tickets basically are a tax, aren't they? Really, isn't that all it really is? Yep. It's like, hey, it's an incentive or a dis. Is it incentive or a disincentive? Well, it does a couple things, right? Funds things. It ensures that people stay under the speed limit, right? At speed limit, right? And because I don't want to get in trouble. That, I mean, that's sure. definitely, and I don't want to get hurt. So it's kind of the, the combo. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to hurt somebody else. And sure. I don't feel like paying money just because. Is it a bit of an arbitrary rule? I think there's a difference between speeding and rushing. Oh. You know what I mean? I was thinking about this the other day. Like five over? Right. Well, I mean, if I'm just driving, but, you know, not a lot of things going on around me, going a little over, this is hypothetical. Oh, okay, of course. Right. Um, you know, I think we're fine. What's a but, little But there over? are. In your mind, what's a I little I see some over? people that rush. I've that's seen a some. I have seen some people more in the past two years, right. I feel that like, is than an ever. Issue. Are right. we becoming Atlanta at this point? I, I don't want to speak that into existence. Atlanta, then people is wilding out on the streets. You of Atlanta. better be ready to rock. When you go to Atlanta, I I've gone to Atlanta a few. Obviously, Demi's family. I put on my bubble sunglasses, <laughs> my my helmet, strap up the Simpson seatbelt. You got to be ready. Shane up my my NASCAR window, yeah. right with the little yeah. gate thing. Yeah, you better be ready. Come correct. I'm thinking too that the people I've seen swerving and, and and you might be able to quote me on this, almost exclusively Georgia plates. Right. If Atlanta had a plate, they'd have that on there. They would. They probably would. But sometimes I found myself having this having to do the whole just to get away from somebody else who's like who's this guy's crazy. It. Like right? I don't want to be near this. <laughs> right. Let me speed and right. get out Let of the way. Right. No officer see what had happened was I was moving, he was grooving, and I didn't want to be near it. Correct. Wow. Not a lot of time to analyze that, but those are great stories. Thanks, man. Good, the neutral, and the ugly. Uh, looking forward to that AHL game. Also really looking forward to UNCC and App State. We are working on something on that That should one. be good. I, I want to be part of that. 844-STUDIO-4. We got Joe Berg, WSIC Sports Director from Studio A, just on the other side. Good morning, okay, Ed. 8.33. We're rolling along on this Monday. Hope you're having a good start to your week. You got to feel right when you're going into it. Some people aren't feeling too right. Some people lost yesterday. Some people lose every day. But some people lost yesterday. And some of those people include the Carolina Panthers. And we've got Joe Berg, WSIC Sports Director, coming to you live from Studio A in Statesville. Joe Berg, uh, how much did you lose on your Caesars Palace app via VPN here in North Carolina betting on Bryce Young throwing up at least 45 points. You know, luckily I... Uh, Can you turn down that monitor? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, lucky, luckily I didn't believe that they were going to win. So uh, I didn't ha- happen to lose very much money. Just not even going to play with it at all. Nope, didn't think they were going to win. Wouldn't expect them to win. Not no, even close. They were playing the highest scoring offense so far this year. And, uh, well, the Panthers... Seem to be allergic to scoring at times. Now it, it started off good. But first, it started first quarter off awesome. Half, first quarter and a half. I, I, I mean, I, I was, was high fiving. I was feeling it. First right. quarter, and I was like, "We're in this, baby. We're right. in this." Almost Problem had. is, there's four quarters. Yeah. <laughs> hey. All right, Joe. Who, who? How were your games this weekend? Give, give, <laughs> give us your weekend, then, Joe. Well, uh, it was a good weekend. I mean, there was plenty of sports on baseball uh, in full swing. You know, we need to start keeping track. Hold on, Joe. Who's your favorite college team? I don't see. Being from the Northeast, I don't really have a favorite college team. It's not like as Michigan. What? It's who? not as big up there. Connecticut. No. Rhode no. Island. It's Q's no. baby. The dome foam. Yeah, it's, we it's, love Q's. 
It's whoever the underdog is. Ah, I love it. Okay. So it's I know have, it's not what you want to hear. So you don't have a favorite. What about that I can track? what about a what about a pro team? What about a football team? Well, the Patriots. See, my team didn't score a touchdown in the last two weeks, and that's the uh, the New York Football Giants. So mm. they might actually be worse than the Panthers. They just somehow won a game so far. Mm. What was the drama? La- there were some memes this morning because I didn't catch all the game last night. There were some memes with the Giants and the San Francisco that the refs stole the game from the Giants or something like that. Is that what happened last night? Yeah, so Sunday night football, it was a pretty poorly refereed game. There was the pass interference as time expired to give the Giants an untimed down at the one-yard line. And on that down, there was pretty blatant pass interference that was not called, and they just let the play stand, and the Bills ended up winning the game. Ouch. Is that it normal? happens. It, yeah, I mean, I've noticed so I mean, much bad, bad refereeing, refereeing is normal, but, like, is it, like... It seems like this year the refereeing has been specifically bad I, not as bad as it was when we had the replacement referees come on zebra man but it's like timely bad you know there when yeah. they're not supposed to be there and not there when they're supposed to be there exactly there was even the one play in the second quarter with bryce young where he got shoved you know daintily and they said that possibly that should have been called what did you see that play in particular joe what i'm talking about i was up that- in arms i about broke my tv <laughs> See? How yeah. dare you touch him like that? And you know what? There's there's plays where even when it's not the quarterback, they get hit late, and, and because it's not the quarterback, they won't call the penalty. I just the refereeing this year has been given given ugh. how how Sicily now that they have football with all the rules, and shouldn't we just play with no helmets? Wouldn't that be better? You know, I've heard that. I, I've definitely heard that, especially when you look at rugby and how many head injuries are over there. It's it's a lot less, but. I don't know if you can do that right now because you know how long it would take to implement that kind of a change to a sport that's been played a certain way. And you would have to start. What's the point of Roger Goodell if he can't sign one page and move on with his life? No, no, you can't do that in the NFL. You would have to start at the lower levels of football so that kids get used to playing football without helmets to the point where you just kind of, you know, work it out of the league where over time – as kids become older and go to college and then go to the NFL, they're used to not wearing helmets. That would be the only way that I could see that happening, but I, I doubt it'll ever happen. Over time, I thought Denny Hamlin would win a cup series. Is that still possible? I mean, he he didn't get uh, too far in a hole this weekend, so it is possible. Uh, he's still four points to the good on the cut line, so he might have an opportunity, but we still have two more races before we get to the championship. And what are the next two races we got? Well, we got Homestead coming up on Sunday, and that one, I'm upset they don't do a night race there anymore. Uh, That track, they've always done it as a night race, but for some reason, the last few years, it's been a two o'clock start. Uh, And then after that, we got Martinsville, so a couple of really interesting tracks to uh, get into the final championship race. And Homestead being in Miami. Yes, that is that. Uh, are that they is. friends with the Dolphins? The the you think that they're like everybody's friends? I would assume so. I mean, you see you see cross promotion all the time from sports. I mean, it looks like a couple of those Dolphin players could actually run in that race. They might be able to. Tyree Kill is a fast man. Yes. Did you see he, the backflip video? Oh, absolutely. Did you know? But. Did you know that he has already four games this year with over 150 yards receiving? 
I mean, that's almost unheard of. It's silly. It's, so, not, it's not a fair comparison watching because the field just looks bigger when the, when the Dolphins' offense is on the field. It's pretty wild. So that's why the announcers, again, were being so nice to the Panthers this weekend. It's just because Tyreek Hill just well, – it's this. not fair. Yeah, he the, does. the Dolphins were yeah. just the better team. <laughs> okay. Everyone's got empathy for the Panthers yeah. right now. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, did I see some basketball on TV this weekend, Joe? Yeah, you saw preseason basketball. Wow. Basketball actually starts next Tuesday, but the, uh, the Bobcats, the Hornets don't play until uh, Wednesday. That's when they open their season. Do they have a full roster or? <laughs> they do have a full roster. They do have a full roster. Okay. The final roster is, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's uh, fully set yet, uh, but we do have enough players. That's the good news. Okay, that's good. That's a positive. We'll be a fun team to watch. I enjoy watching uh, Hornets games. I do. Now, basketball, again, is a difficult one for me because I don't – there's just so many games. It's hard for me to keep up with. And when you go beyond even just a singular team and have to look at an entire league, like, I'm tapped out. I, I, I can't do it. But I do enjoy watching Hornets games. I absolutely love going to the Spectrum Center. Um, big fan. Uh, is it still the Spectrum Center? Correct. Yes, it what is. What was it previous? Comcast? Was it Comcast? No, it was um, Time oh, Warner. Man. Time, yeah. Warner. Time, Time Warner. Time yep. Warner. Yep. Now Spectrum. I always forget what, what the order of operations were there. Mm -hmm. All right, Joe, what about baseball? Does anybody care anymore at this point in the year? Oh, my God. Of course people care. It's literally the best time of the year for baseball. We're in the playoffs. That's what I'm talking about. We're in, the, we're in, in the LCS. What is it's, the lower... The league championship stand? series. Oh, league championship. I thought we Meaning we actually, we finally get a round of, of where of we have seven games, which is the way it should be. And Thank it's you. actually been talked about a lot more than I thought it would, the fact that we got gypped of some games in the divisional series. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, we got we had a, an upset on Sunday. The, the Texas Rangers beat the Houston Astros 2-0, take a 1-0 lead. Was that last night's game? That was last night's game. So what was cool on YouTube TV, they had a channel that was picture-in-picture picture, both Monday Night Football and the baseball game. Watched that for about 12 seconds. I was able to go <laughs> back and forth between the audio. It was overstimulating, so I changed the channel, but the option was there. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. I don't have YouTube TV, YouTube so TV, it's good uh, to know. I, it, it, it is nice. It's got a little innovation to right. it. Right, you know? it is nice. I mean, multiple games going on. People want a lot of sports, and, and they right. can get it. Uh, how many games left are there in baseball, Joe? Well, it, it depends. If these series go seven games, then we could have as many as 14 games left um, for each team. But more likely somewhere around the neighborhood of 11 or 12 per team. Who we wins the World Series? Oof. I have no idea because I didn't think that Texas was going to come out and steal game one You know in what Houston. that means? Them Rangers. That, exactly. I mean, they... But they have people. had such a weird year with injuries and trading for players. And now apparently Max Scherzer might be able to return in the LCS. I mean, they've had such an up and down year that even with everything they've fought through, they're a pretty good bet to win the World Series this year. But you cannot discount those Philly fans. You can't. No, those I mean, Philly fans are different. Some of those videos were pretty remarkable. Of just Philly fans taunting the Braves players. Do they sell and Cracker Jacks at the stadium still? I think they actually sell Cracker Jills. That's what I saw when I went to the Knights game. Huh. It's like, girl. Huh. So I'll leave that there. Yeah, what about hot dogs? They, they still delicious. sell hot dogs, oh, right? Oh, yeah, they sell good dogs. Oh, yeah. yeah. You ever Speak had a hot dog at a ballpark, Joe? Oh, absolutely. It's the American you know, dream. Where's the worst uh, hot dog you've ever had? 
Ooh. Ooh, the worst Ooh. hot dog I've ever had. Probably at a high school uh, My, game. Mine is easy, and it's actually one that's pretty popular. It's Martinsville. If you've ever been to Martinsville, you've heard of their famous hot dogs. They are disgusting. <laughs> Oh my goodness, the, the like dye of the hot dog comes off on the bun, and the bun you're eating turns okay. pink and red. It's disgusting. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like it. Oh, and they're, they're said to have like some amazing hot dogs, and it's like, no, they're pretty bad. Literally, because Emma's household just had hot dogs yesterday. I can't do this right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe Berg, WSIC sports director. Uh, Thanks, Joe. Anything, real quick, Joe, any, anything, you, you see the time on the monitor, uh, anything in college football that shocked you over the weekend uh actually yeah colorado is pretty shocking but um you know even going a little bit lower some things going on we still have two eight no teams in high school football in the area mooresville and lake norman have still not lost and they are heading for a clash against each other in a couple of weeks so Keep an eye on that. And you'll be reporting on that, Joe Berg, on Absolutely. all of the local sports. We keep getting you in with your local teams. We love it. Joe Berg, WSIC Sports Director, host of The Scoreboard with Joe Berg, airs Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. Some of the most top-notch sports journalism you will find in the space. He says make sure you're always prepared with your Caesars Palace app via VPN here in North Carolina. 844-STUDIO-4. We just got one more thing to talk about. Good morning, OKN. 844 Studio 4. It's 848 on this Monday. End of boating season, but we want to keep you apprised. There's a lot of boaters out there. There's a lot of boaters. And 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 have you heard of the boaters utilizing their boats to produce income for themselves? Much like Airbnb, right? Short-term rentals. Same thing's happening with boats now, particularly on Lake Norman. A lot of people renting out their boats. Dave uh, Visor, Visor with uh, Cornelius Today wrote an article, came out, I believe, Friday, talking about some of the new regulations that are going to take effect as of January 1st, 2024. And uh, Lake Norman Marine Commission looks like that they're, uh, they're, they're part of this. So new regulations for rental boat owners. So if you own a boat and you are renting it out to somebody else to use... On a short-term basis, well, you're going to have some rules as of January 1st, 2024. You probably won't do it on January 1st. You'll probably do it toward next spring, next summertime when the season hits again. But here are the, here are the new rules. So all rental boat owners will be responsible for registering their vehicles with the Lake Norman Marine Commission, providing proof of the following. Number one, minimum $500,000 liability insurance. Currently, there is no insurance requirement. But as of January 1st, 2024, $500,000 minimum liability coverage. Rental fleets must pass safety inspections. Require that a renter operator is qualified. That's pretty subjective. Who's qualified? Bill, are you qualified to operate a vessel? Probably not. I'm not in 14 countries. Hey, no. Number four, provide instructions on rules, regulations, and boat operation. You didn't tell me that it was green on the right and blue and yet red on the left. There's no blue. Don't do that. And I don't even think that's the right side. Is it red on the left or green on the left? I always have to look before I go out at night. 
Because, you know, it's it's opposite, I think, of when you drive on the roads. I think green is on your right. Is that your starboard? I should know these things. I'm a vessel operator. I'm fully trained in the ways of vessel ship. Provide instructions on navigating Lake Norman, such as no wake zones or the shoals scattered throughout Lake Norman. Are you going to start giving the zones too? I'm at R3. When you hit R3, bear starboard, dip under the shoal. All the way to A24. Throw it in reverse. Mm-hmm. Anchor on the port side. Mm. And feed the birds. Those are the instructions I would give. Utilize a pre-rental checklist during the rental process. These are some rules. The Those game has changed. Rules. Yep. Don't get caught without it. And then, so here, here's what, what somebody from the Lake Norman Marine Commission, who was it? Frank, what's the, what's the guy's last name? Frank, um, sorry, can you go back to the top? Keep going, keep going, keep going. Uh, Kevin Frank, excuse me. And then back to the bottom. So this is a quote from Kevin Frank, too. Frank also urged local officials to encourage state representatives to require boat operator training and company licensing. It would be great to have support on the state level, he said. Shout out to the state. There's a balance here. There's a balance here. I'm all for keeping people safe. Have we seen a significant increase of people utilizing the lake and the necessity of boat safety in operation? Yes. Do I believe I should subject myself and my vessel to the regulation of the the government? Probably not. I just don't like it. I tend to choose leave me alone. But if it becomes a necessity, I don't think anybody would want to rent my boat out anyway. It's a, I probably wouldn't rent it to anybody because I would have to be towing them. It's a 96 Johnson, 48 horsepower on a, on a 95 crest pontoon. Chill out. I'm just like, hey, look, sometimes you got to flex. And uh, that right there is. That's a little Lake Norman news. But there's also, wait, I told you there's only one more thing. There's actually another one more thing. Have you, have you been to the Hideaway LKN? It's a little, a, little, a little bar spot down Torrance Chapel in Corntown. New ownership, I believe, as of today, right? As of today? That's what it looks like it reads, yep. Now, that will happen once, I'm assuming there's a deed. I don't know if they own the spot. Maybe it's a business transfer or a real... I think it's a business transfer more than a real estate transfer. Yeah, it looks like they're selling the actual bar. So there's going to be... The hideaway will become a new spot, Dive Bar Cornelius. What's a dive bar? Dive bar is like uh, one that's almost kind of hidden. Like diners, drive-ins, and dives? Kind of, kind of, kind of. Local-ish spot, you know. So it's, it's geared for locals? Sure. Dive lo- bar Cornelius. It looks like the dive bar does have a couple other locations in uh, Mooresville and Hickory. Um, but this is going to have like an arcade in there. What about like there's different spots of like, you know, you go to some bars, it's predominantly beer. And sure. then you go to other spots, it's predominantly spirits. Right. What's the difference of those? Uh, between beer and spirits? Right, like the type of bar. Like, can you describe those bars or scenes differently? I, I think they're just catered to what you're looking for. I'm sure the spot with spirits, or at least the spot with beer, I'm sure is, you know, football game on Sunday. Yeah. You know, get your beer. Sure. Yeah. A new spot that, well, I don't know if it's new. I actually don't know if it's new. We've been there a couple of times. Mm-hmm. After the candidate form on Thursday. Right. We went over to uh, Figs. Okay. Off Catawba. Yeah. yeah. I'm familiar. 
and we had a we had a we had a drink there after to celebrate. I feel like they have like cocktails. It's cocktails, right? I think they have beer, but right. it's predominantly cocktails. So sure. maybe that's what this is a cocktail bar. Is that a better way to describe sure. it? Exactly. There's yes. the uh, Sophie's Lounge. Okay. One of my favorite spots in Uptown. Okay. Pretty much like if I'm going to go to Uptown, that's where I want to go. If I'm going to go to a spot. Okay. How would you describe that? Like, is that um, phone call? Phone, describe it as a phone call. Okay, got it. So it's called a phone call. Bill says is what how we describe places that serve spirits rather than beer. Um, okay, well that's good to know. I guess now that I I know that we call it phone calls, that's what we'll continue to call it from now on. So new spot dive bar corners. I don't know how long it's going to take for the changeover. I'm not seeing that on here. Uh, the hideaway will close October 30th. Oh, the dive bar is going to open uh, November 7th. It's only going to take a week. Wow. What, they got John Taffer working this place out? Sheesh. One week to change it over. Can't imagine they're going to change too, too much maybe then at that point. Maybe the sign out front. Sign looks pretty simplistic. It's like a, just a flat with some lettering on it. Might be pretty easy to change over. I think those are all standardized probably based on the complex. So maybe that's already in the works. We are confident that Dive Bar will continue to provide the Cornelius community with a great place to gather, play, and have fun. They have a great reputation for their arcade games. Delicious food and snarky take on nightlife. Snarky. How do you have a snarky take on nightlife? We'll have to go see. This nightlife. Ha! I, I, I laugh in the face of nightlife. That's a lot of quotes. Who said it? And I see a lot of quotes in this article here. I'm looking at Yahoo Finance reporting on this, by the way. the Canadian. I think it's Canadian Yahoo Finance, too, is, uh, is reporting on it. A lot of quotes, but not seeing who is being quoted. Um, okay, it was a Facebook post. We're going to quote a Facebook post yes. on this. We're going to let the AI run with it and create these articles for SEO purposes, right. and that is what has occurred on uh, Yahoo Finance Canada. We appreciate that. We appreciate that uh, insight. Uh, Bill, for the Carolina Panthers, as we wrap up, we're rapidly approaching uh, Pat Shannon, host of the Home Ad Show, who's hopping up next. But for the Panthers, real quick, before we wrap up, is it still early? Yes. Man, listen, the thing that I really want, wanted to see was just a little bit of momentum. First I, quarter, we had that. And I think we had that. And that's what I was looking for. Just give me some semblance of hope that guys are on the same page. Granted, I don't know if Miami was asleep um, or not. They're pros. We had success. Are they a second-half team? I don't I don't know. I think they're more just awake. They can wake up and play whenever they want, Miami. But uh, is it the, they're the favorite for the Super Bowl at this point? I would imagine. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't say maybe the favorite. I don't know. It gets tricky with like Philadelphia and who, in your opinion, is the best team in the NFL right now? Um, the best team in the NFL right now is probably probably the Eagles or the Niners. Or obviously, there's the Chiefs. I mean, you don't think the you think that's because of the Swifties? Uh, yes, I think that does have some power to it. Yeah. And the Dolphins are right up there. So the top it's kind four. Of anybody is it a top be, four? Yeah, that's a good top four. Top four. Yeah. Are they so, all AFC or NFC? Do you know? Those are two NFC and two AFC. Wow. Right. So that could play out right there. Right. But there are also some fun teams. I mean, you got the Lions who are seeing uh, success they haven't seen in a long time. So. Well, and I'm sure a lot of people are having a lot of great laughs watching the Panthers play. Sure. I mean, it's not even like funny, though. That's true. <laughs> it's like more like, ah. Oh, it's sad. I'm just going to turn it. <laughs> it, it, it. I'm going to turn the channel. Is that right. what it is? Yeah, I'm done I'm watching gonna this? I'm going to turn it, yeah. I'm going to go watch baseball instead. Right. 
Is that right? That's what some people said. That's what's happening. Yeah. Okay. But we'll get there. We will get there. It was nice to see a couple of scoring drafts. Who's going to get us there? Pat Shannon. Host yeah. of the Home Ad Show, 9 to 11, Monday through Friday. You got to buy something, sell something, trade something? Did you find something? Did you lose something? Are you looking for advice from the community? Do you have a birthday or an anniversary that happened either over the weekend or happening today? Well, you call into the Home Ad Show. You call Pat. If you got a birthday or anniversary, he writes your name down on this list. And he assigns those lists random numbers. And then those random numbers, well, those coordinate to a giant wheel that is sitting on the floor and is too big to put up on top of the desk in the studio. Trust me, I've tried it. And at 1045, what does he do? He spins that wheel. And whoever's number corresponding to that name on that piece of paper after those people have called in wins. What do they win? Free stuff. Daylight donuts. Shout out to Jody and his dad, Mike. Big Mike. I'm going to say Big Mike. Think you'd be okay with that? Big Mike. And then pumpkin spices. Mm. Also, salad from the Boxcar Grill. Get a little coffee or smoothie from Lake Mountain Coffee. Happy Monday to you, fam. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, remember, tomorrow night, 7 to 9. We'll tell you again tomorrow, but it is the candidate forum. First round, one of two in Huntersville. Big day. Looking forward to it. Uh, Monday night football tonight, maybe? Who knows? Probably not. I don't know. Maybe baseball's on. What are you doing? Hope you have a great day.